0: Hi, I'm John.
1: Hi, I'm Olivia.
0: Hi, I'm Jim. And this week, we've decided to talk about Odo and whether he's going to make us quit Star Trek.
1: I'm so happy we get the opportunity to roast little gelatin, Jezebel, little Haribo Ho, and just the straight-up fascist of DS9. Full-time fascist. Do we agree? Fascist oh, is yeah.
0: unfair. I'd say Vichy policeman, which is more <laughs> fascist-adjacent. But <laughs> better.
1: If you're neutral during the rise of now- not even the rise of now, just during the occupation of fascist i
0: mean he's uh, not this is a singer though he's not even neutral
1: his he well, said his, his morality he of neutral <laughs> yeah
0: he's yeah, he he pres- he two people in prison that's not neutral i mean he's... yeah but
2: he's like the uh he's like the perfect star trek radical centrist if you want to think about it <laughs> like, like, he thinks he's, like, this neutral party in all affairs, but he, but really he's, like, he's a collaborator in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a part in, like, his Memory Alpha page where it says, oh, he was seen as fair across the Bajoran and the Cardassian uh, forces. I was like, you can't, they couldn't have all thought of him as fair. There's yeah. no way that someone who was being oppressed and persecuted was like, you know what, at least he helped me to. Def- dried up my rations today. He's a good guy.
0: But it's kind of Odo's meant to be our bastard in the sense that. Yeah, but our bastard is still a bastard. I think it's a difficult place to be, but also he's still a bastard. Yeah. So why Odo? Why'd you pick I mean why'd you pick him? I mean we're not we're not unhappy that you chose Odo, but why? I
2: mean um, I think it's because well Um, I got into Star Trek, like, years ago, like, um, when I was a kid (laughs) watching cable TV, like, I've I've been always uh, a space kid, but, yeah, I got into Star Trek watching uh, old Voyager reruns in cable,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and um, in the beginning, like, until, like, this, I got back into Star Trek, actually, um, after the first season of Lower Decks, because between, like, this past, like, five years, I haven't been, like, yeah, I, I watched it, and Mm. But haven't been really active in the fandom. Um, uh, and I decided to rewatch like everything. And when I was a kid, like I didn't appreciate DS9 enough. Like I was like, yeah, it was there, but it wasn't like my favorite. And now that I'm rewatching it, it's like it's it's probably the best <laughs> show I of, like, of, of the of classic course. era. Yeah. <laughs> and although it's like these characters that it stands out to me because well, because of that, I'm I'm like, I'm not a big fan of cops. <laughs> like, if you've seen my Twitter, I'm I'm uh, an a cap type guy. But yeah, and although it's like this guy who is like, yeah, like like he said, it's like this type of brand of radical centrist who thinks that he's this, like he thinks he has this moral high ground because he's not involved in the kind of atrocities that he's, in the end, collaborating with.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just.
1: He thinks he's not involved because he takes all his morals out of his decision making, while people are literally being murdered systemically.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, Odo is the example, he is the Vichy policeman in the sense that to him, the justice system is separate from the system with which justice exists
2: exactly it was something that i was like posting a bit yesterday because i was finishing the uh, the occupation of the s9 arc mm. um, that he doesn't care if the laws are, are just or not he doesn't care who creates the laws he just cares about enforcing the law and that's the ultimate morality for him he doesn't care who, um, really yeah. about the consequences
1: I mean, doesn't this all stem from the fact that he didn't understand the difference between justice and order? Yeah. So he basically became a collaborator to a fascist regime by accident. Even though he's head of security. Just just twice. twice. (laughs) It happened twice. (laughs) Not in the job description. And happened twice. Starting to think it's just Yeah.
2: I mean uh, like we can we we can like kinda under, understand the first time he this happened, like he had just escaped from the Bajoran uh scientists that discovered him and he was like just trying to survive, you could say. But the second time, the second time you, you just don't uh collaborate with fascist regimes for fun, like <laughs> he was
1: just trying to get his practice in, of course. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> So Odo was basically brought up on Cardassia by a collaborating majoran scientist as well. Yeah. Like we forget that Odo's, the environment Odo was brought up in was essentially one of collaboration and Cardassian crap and the justification of Cardassian actions. Odo's dad sucks. I'm saying you're talking Odo and he does, his dad is top tier deadbeat dad territory.
1: Well, yeah. he didn't know that he was a sentient being to be fair
2: yeah that's like I don't think that this uh, doctor was like evil in any sense like I think that although it's a bit too hard on him but yeah he should have known better like
1: although why was he wasting time on so much time on something that wasn't sentient and also what else was in their job description now I'm just thinking it's like some sort of Nazi thing going on
0: we don't they, know Adam, much about what Well, Boropel sucks. We know that. Yeah. But I can't remember what.
2: We only know that he worked with Odo, but we don't know what else he did. Like there was another Bajoran doctor, but I, I haven't seen this episode recently. The one who developed the uh, the virus that made people like stop making sense of words one yeah. of season one or two
0: episodes. Oh, the Fable like, one where everybody starts yeah. talking random shit. That's not a good yeah.
1: episode. What was that one?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't even
2: remember the name. Uh, but yeah, that was another like collaborationist uh, by your own scientist, I think. I think he was collaborating with you. And maybe, yeah, like maybe um, Otto's, like father in here, uh, was like also in sense, that kind of mm, work for the Cardassian mili- military. But yeah, he's definitely...
1: I, I mean, mm. at a certain point, you have to take the blame for your own actions. You can't say, my dad was mean to me, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's also, like, kind of not quite clear why exactly... Okay, so from what we know of why he became a it's essentially that he would mediate between, as a free citizen, he would mediate between Cardassians and Bajorans, right? So that's probably yeah. where the whole he was seen as evil thing comes from, is that basically when Bajorans had disputes with Cardassians, he would be brought in as an impartial legal observer. And he was well known for that.
1: Yeah, that's well, what he
0: said. Well, well that's, not, that's not, that's kind of, that's record.
1: And why does yeah. this culminate in him sending free innocent men to their deaths? Like there's As escalation.
0: Worth, it worth because because the, golden cat brings, the brings the him in. Cat. Yeah. Golden cat. It's, it is once again Dipodocus dip Hitler. Yeah.
1: I guess we can de- blame the cat. I think I can live with that. I don't. know. I mean, let's let's try and look into why people think Odo is a lovable <laughs> because he has fans. I guess he's just sort of like a grumpy curmudgeon guy that people find somewhat charming and he's he's somewhat charming like if they hadn't
2: like set him up with kira and they had just like made his whole relationship with quark like more like i Fruity. love his relationship with quark <laughs> like the way he they are like frenemies and and that time that quark is like oh i'm, I'm like the closest thing odo has to a friend I, like, I think the relationship is interesting. More interesting than Kira for example.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, he can be charming. More, give us more Kodo. It's what we deserved.
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh. They deserve each other. They're just, both terrible people.
1: Yeah. And they could just sort of exist in that bubble of just being terrible to each other and everyone else could be mildly amused by their antics. That's when yeah. they're doing their best contribution to society. Yeah, for real.
2: Like well, I, I think I think we could argue that although he's a worse person that, than Quark, for because well, Quark only collaborated with a fascist regime once.
0: Quark also thought Quark also about selling guns. Doesn't believe in labor rights. Um, yeah. so actually harasses all his employ- employees. defrauds his <laughs> brother. Um,
1: I think Quark has even, been very That's over the short list type of, of Quark-based
0: person. crimes. Okay, yeah.
1: Quark
0: yeah. If you were to quark, if quark and odor were put in front of a criminal court, there was an equal time in prison just for different things,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, Quark's sentences would just build up over time, yeah.
2: And also, well, one, one thing that, well, the main thing that like broke although for me, like, I was like, like, for at the beginning, like the first five seasons, I was like, okay, he's like this grumpy cop. Who was a collaborator but okay like maybe he has changed let's give him the benefit of the doubt but the thing that like brought him out brought him down for me was like uh during the occupation when he literally left Rome to die because he was getting late
0: yeah like Odo spend six days
1: fucking <laughs> oh yeah oh no that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> Some fascist fucking. lady, and they just yeah. stayed inside.
2: Oh god! And fucked the entire time, and they, I, they, and they had to let us know that they were fucking. Yeah. Why
0: did they have to do that? Because Star hey. Trek is too haughty for its own good.
1: <laughs> just sometimes I remember things about Star Trek, and I'm just in awe. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did watch that, and I did put myself through that. I should. This is why we quit. Okay. Yeah so unnecessary he's a bad guy and he didn't also I don't believe that he ever loved Kira so
2: well I don't know like another thing that I don't like about Polo is like like my analysis of the character is that he never really shared like the federation values he like they really cared about the federation or who controlled the war whom, who won the war he only cared about Kira
0: but he cared about... Like,
2: his, his only allegiance was to Kira, and that was, like, a bit... It kind of and, oh, and
1: it, oh, and it
2: crumbled
0: very even...
1: quickly.
0: Yeah, and it's like, the whole shtick is that his whole, the only thing he really believes in is justice. Yeah.
1: And he, he's act- and he
0: acts like it's an... The whole thing is he acts like that's an arbitrary concept, whereas it's not. It's just basically Odo has a personal code. Yeah. And some things are acceptable, that and some things aren't.
2: And even then, like, he... Uh, He finds, like, loopholes and breaks rules and breaks laws, like, at the drop of the hat, if if it's convenient to him, like.
0: (laughs) I think I'd have had more respect for Odo as a character if uh, his arc had been about him rejecting order directly.
2: Yeah, because, like, we are told that it's part of his nature as a changeling to, like, tend toward towards order and fascism, but it's like it could have been, it could have
0: been better if he had just. Yeah, it's, even rejected. there, it's like we have this whole thing about him rejecting the change, but he still, yeah. you know.
1: I guess his like attraction to order was also the fact that he basically knew nothing about his life. Yeah, for the first few years, but that's it. It's, it doesn't feel compelling enough. I don't. I don't feel enough. I don't feel similar. Well, it would be me. more
0: compelling if the writers had thought about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to put that one on the DS9 writers that I well, don't feel in sympathy for him.
0: I mean, it's a problem. Okay, so I'm now going to, just to explain that Odo, the sort of idea of Odo was he's the Spock and Data. He's the outsider who looks at humanity, right? Yeah. yeah. And he was described as um, mm. the curmudgeon of all curmudgeons. Instead of Data, who worships humanity and wants to be that, and Spock, who denies it, Odo has been forced to pass as a humanoid all his life to look like us and act like us because it's a lot more socially acceptable and he resents it. So he has found a way to use that as a defence mechanism, keep a distance from it and find ways to be critical of the human condition. So I do kind of like that idea that the reason he's an asshole is basically that he hates and he has to, he has to basically pass his entire life.
1: That could have been a great concept to explore had that they been... had the knowledge, the tools and given other people the access to write those stories.
0: Yeah.
2: Um yeah i, I well, just... I think that's just like a common problem of star Trek writing like at least with the with the with the, uh, with the classic shows up to enterprises that mm-hmm. they just never had like more than a rough idea of where they where they' going like they were well, it's, it's they were a... writing stuff as they went
0: so yeah it's a problem when you you basically understanding The a character is a writer's bike. And yeah. you have to sum up a character in about a paragraph. And then I mean, were... most of the work of building a character is done by a hundred different writers across seven seasons. Yeah. You're not going to end up, you're going to end up with contradictory characters and contradictory views and contradictory stuff on that. But part of that is acceptable because people in real life are very contradictory. That's just fine. People in real life say they have a code and don't follow it. But this yeah. is the thing is we don't, we don't in fiction, we get irritated by that. Like well,
1: they've fi- taken it quite far,
0: <laughs> in our yeah. defense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's, what is it here? It's, um, yeah, although it, it's just like, there's lines here, you know. Um. Uh, although he doesn't know anything about his species, he asserts certain justice is an integral part of their being because the necessity for it runs through every fibre of his body, a racial memory. That's why he became a lawman. That's why he has a couple of pejoran deputies. He doesn't allow weapons on the promenade, and once every day he must return to a gelatinous form.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean... I I don't know what to say to that. So by his very nature, he was destined to be... Oh. But you could he could have had that same those same personality traits and just been a very, very straight edge, like pro-federation, pro Starfleet feet exactly. was on the clearer side of morality. And maybe he's just like a really
0: I'm again, that's kind really, of less interesting. A really
1: stickler for the prime directive. He could have been <clears throat> that sort of guy.
0: But I mean that's less the whole, I mean, that's thing is that from a writing perspective, right? Odo sucks. But yes. as a writer, I'd write a character like Oda. I'd make him more redeemable as time went on.
1: No, for sure. I'm just saying what they've given us isn't convincing. Yeah. I think you,
0: the you- convincing part is that he is perfectly happy with whatever or um, system will allow him to pursue justice and order. Yeah, That's convincing to me, because there are just people like that. Yeah. They are the people yeah. who benefit from authoritarian regimes and thrive in them because they allow them to pursue justice and order. I think the unrealistic <laughs> part of Odo is that being surrounded by friends and trusted people who don't believe that, he doesn't change.
2: Yeah, yeah like even, even Quark changed in the end of the f 9 like through the run. Quark changed from like the classic TNG Ferengi to like a practically defense person at the end uh,
0: yeah oh, well. i think it's the fact that he starts off in one way of being like the canassians allow me to do some new ones and i can't <clears> do justice <throat> like this and not getting to a point where he goes justice isn't just about putting people in prison yeah and you're doesn't me doesn't do that bit
1: <laughs> and you're telling me he doesn't learn a single thing from his relationship with kira that was forced he loves to us. play the piano <laughs> oh yeah, great. Like you're so close to someone who was so affected by the trauma. Yeah, Somehow forgave sort of, you enough to be in love with you, which is This
0: is the dumb bit, is that one of the cool parts of Odo's relationship with Kira is that he thought that she was a murder she, she was the chief suspect in a murder and he let her get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> And they should have made a bigger deal out of that. They should have made a bigger deal out of the fact he let her go.
2: Yeah, it was only discussed for like five, no, five minutes, like two minutes. Two minutes at the end of an
0: episode, yeah. And it was never mentioned again.
1: Never mentioned again. That was his greatest (laughs) act of love.
0: Well, that's the greatest act we see on screen. I think This is the thing about Odo's. We just hear a lot of, oh, he was a great help to the Majoran people and you know he was just I mean it's significant that Odo has friends and allies on Bajor that he's not persona non grata I mean
1: it's just whatever okay. he's
0: never explained why yeah like
2: he sent who knows how many people to their deaths at the hands of the Kardashians and
0: like if it had been revealed at some point that he'd been like a um an Oscar Schindler or something <laughs> yeah or that like he, you know, he spirited people away back, he spirited families away to hide them for the Cardassians.
2: Like even even uh, Garak did that sort of thing, supposedly. Like we know if,
0: if it's true or not, but that's yeah, like one of I the versions him. that he he said. Well, the thing is, is that Garak is cannot Garak canonically commit war crimes yeah. under the Cardassian I mean, regime, whereas owner is just implicit. Those... Well, yeah. This is well, the thing about Ernest. We
1: don't get Ernest, but Garrick is, um, Garrick worked for
0: the Space KGB, so sure. Look, Garrick Olivia didn't
1: pretend to be anything he wasn't, okay? Exactly. He like didn't pretend devil. to be a good guy. Well- <laughs> <laughs> he was a mysterious war criminal who had a callus for human life, or any life, and we and loved he never him. said otherwise. And we okay? love
2: him because of that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it makes him less frustrating and then, you know, to be
0: the... <sighs> I just, well, the thing is just that they needed to do more showing, I think, with the whole Odo is a good person than telling. Because they're perfectly happy to spend all their time talking about how Odo loves justice and order and wants to throw Quark in prison. But we we don't get enough of Odo's sense of more Odo's moral code of justice going going the other way against yeah. authority.
1: Like, Odo just reminds me of, like, a 14-year-old boy who's found, like, Jordan Peterson videos on YouTube. Now that's your yeah. personality. I like- think
0: that's unfair. <laughs> Odo's more like that family friend who turns out to be who, who, you wonder why he's so weird, and then your parents tell you, oh, that's he, oh he's a policeman, and you're like, I oh. don't <laughs> I mean, it could be me. My parents, I don't think any pa- anyone my parents know. Oh, a policeman! I've been mean, at school friend's house. I'm like, your dad's weird. It's like, oh yeah, he's a policeman. I'm like, oh,
1: oh, that's that oh. fascist mode.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do we even know like how old although is? Because I think that like, he's he's young. Like, like, right? Like
0: he is. He was well. He was found in um. Hold on. He was found in about 2348. Because the thing is, is that, you know, Bajorans don't, um, change don't age. Well,
1: they they released them all centuries ago or something.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: understand this. I mean, it's just I don't remember the series. What was this method of data collection where they didn't remember?
0: Oh, so basically what it was, was they released the changelings to explore the galaxy. And then they had like a, instinctual instinct to return to the Great Lake.
1: They really like birds.
0: Long. They're just like birds. Well it doesn't but even fashion. make like
1: <laughs> it's so inefficient. I thought they were all about order.
0: Well here's <laughs> well it's I guess it's listen. It's once again, again it's perfectly re- it's perfectly realistic for big or for authoritarian organizations to do things that don't make sense. <laughs> The Nazis did it all the time. So did the so did the Soviet Union. So does every authoritarian state. They do contrive bullshit things because they make sense of their own logic. And I can see for the for the changelings who don't trust solids and don't trust that age of information gathering, the idea of sending some of their own out into the galaxy to get information, pure changeling information, would make sense to them, even if it's horse shit.
2: But like, uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, if the if the if the shielding are hiding, and they do this, it's like a great risk for them. Like the the reason that the federation found them was because Odo was trying to return to the Great Link.
0: Yeah. Once again, as I said, doesn't have to, doesn't actually make it's a bad idea on their part. But it doesn't <laughs> make it less real. It's, it's not a dumb. It's not dumb to them. So I'm kind of a coward because it's fucking stupid, but. Once again, one of the most important things to remember about authoritarians, they're very stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's like
2: uh, the perfect example of the meme of like I'm neuro- neurodivergent and a minor. You can't tell me not to do this. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I would know every time he was brought to trial for war crimes. How dare you? Oh, but can we address his fake love for Kira? Oh, I feel like that was also him learning about, or just learning about relationships in general. It became an infatuation. I don't believe he ever had a lasting love for her. He had a crush that just spiraled. I mean, because he... I, I, it's the way that he so easily abandons her at the end of season seven. But because to my the way I sort of read that ending was that he didn't actually have to go.
0: <laughs> and he just yeah, left
1: no, like, he, very did you,
0: easily. I mean <laughs> he left to to be fair, Olivia, did you um did you remember the bit where he was trying to cure the great link of a disease that was going to kill them all?
1: Oh, yeah. The... Let him die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to sit here and call Odo a scumbag with no more. and then say, they I were... think there's whole speech.
1: I thought he left. <laughs> I thought he left to teach them not to be fascist. And they weren't well, even also, I think there was a that.
0: subsidiary part of don't, don't let them die.
1: Okay, but he didn't have to go forever. He said he would never come back. He promised to never come back.
0: Uh, did he ever pro- <clears throat> explicitly promise to never come back? He said he's never coming back
1: so much of it was so unnecessary because I remember me tweeting my pain that night when I first watched it. I feel like what they were going for
0: there is the end of Casablanca. You've watched Casablanca?
1: I've seen that scene.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's what they were going for there. I mean, the whole Odo energy is very Casablanca. Like, he's explicitly based off of Louis Renault, the French Vichy policeman. (laughs) Except that... So one of the two, you know, there's um, Rick, there's Rick, and then there's the policeman Louis in Casablanca. The
2: right.
0: so Rick is, you know, Humphrey Bogart. You know, of all the, all the bars in all the world, you had to come to mind. The Louis Renault is the Vichy French policeman who does what the Germans tell him until right at the end, when he shoots a German officer and covers up his murder and becomes a member of the French Resistance. <laughs> like there's a whole bit where he, there's a whole bit which is very dramatic where he picks a bottle of Vichy water and then disgustedly throws it in the bin because he's now one of the good guys
1: right? Lovely. Would love to have seen Odo. Yeah, that should Odo have just happened.
0: Dad. Why didn't we get Odo holding up a bottle, throwing a bottle of Kana in the bin? It's
1: because they, they, they obviously thought they gave us enough, and they did give some people enough, because a lot of people love the guy. A lot
0: of people love Odo, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> I feel like I should just, I should really just do a long, I should really just do a, I might do a DS9 rewatch over Christmas.
1: I was going to do a, do... a cat only rewatch.
0: A Ducat Ducat marathon. Oh god,
2: he's he's the worst. But I mean, if you have to, but it's just like, but I mean, Ducat is too easy to criticize because, like, he's the bad guy, so we are supposed to not um, sympathize with
1: him. Well, the thing is
0: that uh, um, Ducat wasn't meant to. They're they're unsure whether Ducat is a bad guy for a really long time.
1: Yeah, like they he's just sort of an arrogant prick on. for the first few seasons. Yeah, and then
0: he. And I different. think that's why he works as a villain, though, because they spend all this time being unsure whether to make him sympathetic or not, which means you get that sort of nuanced bit—the nuance of evil, where yeah. they seem human. They just seem human for just a minute. Yeah. There's just enough humanity in there for you to be horrified.
2: Yeah, I think like he's a great villain, but it's not like. But in the end, I think I dislike Odo more than Ducat. Because, like, Ducat, oh, Duc- agree. Yes. Like, <laughs> Ducat does awful shit all the time. Well, not all the time, like, most of the time. He has some, some sliver of goodness in him. But in the end, well, also, we, like, we could, like, we could, like, also see Ducat, like, this kind of, like, post imperialist. Like, he has, like, a post imperialist. Uh, crisis of identity, like the Kardashian empire is in, is in decline and he can't deal with that and that motivates most of his evil actions. That motivates
0: him into becoming... He has a Brexit moment. A Nazi. A genocidal maniac. And fucking the space pope.
2: He's, he's a space uh, Nigel Frash. Oh my god. That's mean.
1: Is, uh, is it? Wait. Is it? <laughs> um i i didn't know i think ducat is just so committed to his own delusions of that he's doing this great thing and that you know terrible terrible monster (laughs) makes me respect him more than odo
0: oh yeah yeah i I respect him more than odo we didn't have to hand anything to odo but at least odo (laughs) didn't start a genocidal conflict with causes a genocidal conflict with the Federation. Well yeah.
1: They were all part of it. He's not distanced enough for me to go, oh I'm I mean gonna... he
0: literally it, I mean okay nothing Oda was on the right side until he fucked the female change. Like he didn't have uh, to do that.
1: It's like basically like a minute like he's been flip-flopping a long time and he'll probably flip-flop again. I have no trust in him. Exactly oh that, goodness, how do we
0: why am I defending oh because it requires because I'm okay mainly because I'm required to for this podcast to work properly. Why am I doing it? We
1: could,
2: we could hmm? consider Odo to be the because of Dominion War because it all happened because Odo was trying to find out
0: to find his people. I mean, that's unfair. That's like, that's like blaming ethnic minorities for it. That's like, I would not look for the people that caused the Dominion war. That feels like blaming him for something that was going to happen anyway. Well, yeah. Because yeah, like, that's, it's that's not that's really his fault anyway. the Dominion attack Majorans and Starfleet. It's that Starfleet and the Majorans are on their side of the wormhole and they don't want that. So they decide the only solution is to eradicate all independent civilizations in the Alpha Quadrant. Naturally, we do. We do not have to ever hand it to the Dominion, ever. Like no. I don't think we ever, I ever see people defending the Dominion, but I'm mean, innately suspicious of any idea that this race here are explicitly implied to have just genocided people who they disagreed with.
2: Yeah, like they In have really sophisticated whole... ways. Yeah, like we had that whole episode with Bashir and the virus. that
0: the virus. And, yeah. all, the, all the people who are stuck fighting an eternal total war on a planet where they can't die. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Okay, I think I know where my personal hatred for Odo comes from, and it's from watching DS Nine being so endeared to this group of people, being like, "This it's the really the true family of Star Trek," and Odo takes them for granted the entire series the entire length of the show he's always looking for his family and I don't think he's ever living in the moment appreciating what he has and then he just abandons them and it's the cherry on the cake and like if I had what you had if I had Garrick and Bashir eating lunch <laughs> beside me if I had all that I would be appreciating it and this <laughs> is the pain that I'm carrying with me
2: he's that fascist uncle who says with are shit in the Christmas dinner so <laughs> yeah it's but yeah um, and also I think that his relationship with Kira is like also like a bit creepy in a way like it feels wrong like I don't know it just it never felt right for me
1: I mean it, it, it felt forced I maybe it would have been fine if they had just had like a a short temporary relationship that didn't sort of coincide with the war the finale <laughs> the war. Just anything that really emphasizes the fact that Kira as a Bajoran like victim of the occupation is dating this guy. Maybe it would have been easy to forget. And give her someone to have just had a happy ending with. Yeah. Uh, nice. Even She's
2: if, if they had even if they haven't like given her another Person to have a happy ending, like Kira is a freedom fighter. Like yeah. first and foremost, it's part is a vital part of the of, of her character. Why the fuck does she end with the fascist cop?
0: This is, I mean, this is the thing though, <laughs> is that the whole red told the whole reason they're friends is that Kira is that Odo was our bastard to the Resurgent Resistance. Yeah, we're if she can forgive so... him, we
1: can forgive him. Yeah,
0: it's For like, him. but it's like if. If, okay, if Odo is the Bajoran resistance bastard in power, why don't we ever why have we never shown why that is? Because it's pretty clear across the series that people who were in the resistance or are now involved in Bajoran government place trust in Odo. So it's obvious that he must be considered someone of integrity by the Bajoran resistance, but we just never. Shown why or how, we're just kind of meant to believe it.
2: Like, he probably sent a lot of, of resistant, fight, resistant fighters to their deaths, like in the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, he might have done that, but we also don't, we're supposed to believe that he prevented a lot of them from going to their deaths. Like, we're Did supposed he, to, well, we're supposed <laughs> to believe that he basically, his belief in justice. Meant that he wouldn't have he wouldn't give people punishments they didn't deserve, right? But,
2: but remember that the punishment of, of the Cardassians were like yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so like it's, it's just they didn't deserve, punishment they didn't deserve, like while they're in labor camps. Yes,
0: yeah, like we get the episode where we get the episode where we find out when Odo fucked up, the one where he executes those three guys for no real reason. But we don't get the episode where Odo puts his position and life on the line to protect somebody else.
2: Yeah, no. Which is, you it. know,
0: if I was trying to make this case that owner was a oh, bastard, I'd want an episode where, for example, the Qadassian government tries to get him tried because he let a bunch of terrorists get off free. Or something.
2: I don't even believe that he would actually give his life for anyone else, besides Kira.
0: This is the thing, is we don't know because the writers never explored that opportunity. Yeah. We don't know what he'd do because they just didn't talk about it.
2: Like remember that episode uh, where the Defiance crash lands in some weird planet that's in the future or something? Oh, the, the
0: one with the, the one where they go back in time, so it's like everybody's descended from the main characters except for yeah. um, Odo who's still around and has wrinkles on his face now. Yeah. Oh, gross!
2: And he literally uh, erases that 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 whole planet from existence because Kira will die if if he didn't.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean that's, that's a another problem. one of his great acts of love It's just more murder I
0: mean is, is it a great <laughs> act of love I mean is, he's preventing Something that shouldn't have happened I guess Children of Time is a bad episode And it shouldn't exist And I don't want really to <laughs> talk about it Because yeah. the moral quandary Because it is once again Star Trek the, the, the Tubics issue of Star Trek Creating a moral <laughs> crisis of no <laughs> consequence Whatsoever that'll never happen to anyone Like you know so after you give us there's more crisis, like, you know, is this person, like, you know, in TOS you get like, is this person actually, a, is this person a war criminal or is he just an old man? How can we find out? Or what is the truth? Or, you know, shit like that. But then t- t- you also get stuff like, um if you went back and t- if you were thrown back in time and then you live for 200 years, would you prevent the incident that got you thrown back in time because you are in love with a woman? What? I don't care. <laughs> This is nothing to me. Like, what would you do for love? Would you kill for love? Is it even killing to erase people from existence? I mean, not you could argue that. Well, it's not, th- th- a life has not been taken away because a life no- a knife never existed in the first place. But you knew those people. They, they had experienced this. Like, yeah, he was like living among wrong. them. Well, no, they and... think is that once you. Of raising the time. No,
1: they didn't have experiences. But he, didn't in that exist. moment, he had to make a decision. In that moment, he had to make a decision having experienced life with them for, do you say hundreds of years? Like 200 years?
0: Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And having lived alongside them, built connections, I assume. It just shows that he still has that switch in his mind where he can just sort of turn off the emotion.
2: Yeah, he just like detaches from everything. Like
1: every, every act that he does, I can still imagine him going back to being a Nancy again.
2: Yeah, like, like during the occupation, like when, Ki- when Kira berates him from letting Rom be executed, he's like, yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that. Oh, no, women that? and children. <laughs> no. I don't
1: think he killed them. <sighs> oh, oh. We families. So anyway, you know what? It's fine. We didn't want to stick around with those guys anyway, I guess. Um. <sighs> I'm just trying to think of one pure moment that he has. and I, I really There's a
0: time Curzon's in his body. That's quite fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Does yeah. he that's become like a, a pervert? It says that he
0: becomes a pervert. It's more that Curzon is a
1: pervert. Curzon is a pervert. It's not his fault. And that's one of his best moments as a pervert. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, although he's like, that's why it's like you're hard to love. Basically, he was good in the baseball episode. We have to love
2: that. Oh yeah, the baseball episode when he's like where he, he's the umpire. So like Yeah.
0: And I do think by standards of cops and television shows, he is probably in the top in the top quarter of bastards. As in he's, you know. He's a bastard, but he's better than others. He's not he's no Columbia.
1: I'm just trying to imagine remember. if Odo had
0: been like based off of Colombo. That would be hilarious. Oh God. <laughs> imagine. I would. Yeah, I think we'd all love <laughs> Odo if he'd been a blundering just one more thing type. Think about Olivia. Would you love Odo if he was based off Colombo?
1: I, I. This is. You such would. A you can't say you. you wouldn't. I would consider him again. <laughs> That's all I will say. But I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, um, I feel like I wasn't saying enough.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think that he's like the most morally great character, main character in Star Trek, even more than Archer. And Archer committed what? Commit Go several war crimes during the run of Enterprise.
0: The archer is permanent war crime, man, but that's
2: the early 2000s for you. Well, but, uh, but, but, well not not to be uh, like... Not to be like... We an an archer apologist. Uh, not, not, yeah, not archer apologist. But that was also the writer's fault. Like when we were talking about, like uh, about how uh, they just had the writer's Bible and nothing else. I think Enterprise is probably the most guilty of that. Like the characterization of archer is a massive massive disaster and I yeah. feel like Archer but like the way he's like we are too good to do this and then goes and tortures some dude the next episode <laughs>
1: it was multifaceted <laughs> <laughs> oh oh no. what what I'm still trying to be fair to him um I also didn't like that Kira was still loyal to him to the end, and they had that final moment where they just—it's still about him. But I guess I mean, this kind of cool. is
0: the thing: is that we supposedly know that Kira likes uh, Kira trusts in his friends of Odo because he let her get away with murder. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, but I mean, who that's... was
1: Odo? Who was Odo and Far beyond the stars? They—they they couldn't make him the straight-up racist cop. That had to be Ducat.
2: No, he was, was the great the... editor. <laughs>
1: It yeah, was the he was. Good, he was complicit there as well. Oh,
2: he was actively. Yeah. he was actively racist in that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. They, like they make they make Quark be the biggest supporter of of Cisco in far, far beyond the. Star.
0: Yeah, well, that's a deliberate choice by making a Jewish act, making Arn Shimerman play a Jewish writer. Yeah. Support is a, is a direct allegory to how Jewish writers supported Black writers in the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. Of course, Odo's not involved. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's actually on the wrong side of that, too. <laughs> I was just really wondering, because obviously they couldn't have taken it too far and made him the cop, even though that was... I mean, that that, that would have been the normal threat of...
0: Well, no, because I think the placement of Odo as the editor is about the fact that he should be on Cisco's side, but he isn't. Like, we know the cops aren't going to be on his side, but the placement is interesting there, because it's somebody who should be on Cisco's side or maybe even is on Cisco's side but feels too duty bound by the society he lives in to say it out loud. He uh, fires uh, Cisco to prefer the like quo. Well. Yeah. I mean that's the important part about Odo, is that he basically as much as he says he believes in justice, he knows as much as he knows that justice isn't blind. He's kind of okay with assuming it is. Yeah. I mean, all you have to know is that he was imagined as a John Wayne type, and uh, John Wayne types, <laughs> that's not a good thing.
2: Yeah. No.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, what was our final point on Odo? Our
0: that we don't like point? him? <laughs> um, no, I think it'd be cool if he'd based off of Columbo. I think <laughs> that would have been better.
2: I should probably rewatch DS Nine and give Otto the benefit of the doubt, but I don't it's think much be... would
0: change.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe I want to see. I can't remember him in well in season one. He's going to be the most insufferable. Then they were all insufferable in season one, to be fair.
0: No, I think the most insufferable character in season one is still Bashir.
1: No, oh, Bashir. Yeah.
0: Season uh, one, Bashir uh, uh, is not a nice person. He's
1: a he's he's a fun. He's like a he's
2: a he's no, he's freak. Like a, He's a freak, uh, an awkward fear- freak, but, but,
1: like, he's, like, I don't know. I feel bad is, for him. We can blame Berman for that. We can blame Berman, because yeah. Berman yeah, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to do with this guy. I wanted to get rid of um, Sid, so. Did he? Fuck Berman, yeah. He didn't know what to do with he him. Really, he really tried, him tried to, to get a rid of, like of
2: <sighs> Oh, God.
1: So, um, I, mean, I exonerate him for that.
2: I mean, there's a very good reason why uh, DS9 became so much better after, like, the later seasons, because that was when Berman got Voyager as his best project and stopped caring about DS9. Yeah. Oh,
0: so
1: grateful. So grateful. <laughs> oh, um, you got clothing. some spite.
0: Okay, so I guess that's Odo. Oh, no, um, moral of the story, if you're going to write a Jello fascist, let give him a redemption arc. Not... Or
2: don't, but don't, don't
0: try to make us sympathise with him. Yeah, if you're not going to give him a redemption arc, don't make us try to sympathise. with Make
1: them unabashed, unabashedly amoral like Garrick, or make them a good guy.
0: Yeah, yeah I feel like... Garrick I feel was like funny. Yeah, I feel like the Garrick is an amoral bastard that we only accept because he was gay, which is, that's a topic for another time.
1: I actually do not agree with that. I,
0: I've Sorry, seen Olivia, there's literally guy. an episode which entirely consists... Of Garrett describing various war crimes he committed to to Bashir. There's oh, the one, the, the one can... that is really fruity. Where, where, yes. where uh, it's a very, where, very fruity description of war crimes. The one, the one yeah, where Bashir like had to save
2: him from from redraw from re, redrawal well from drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's also
0: the other time that he actively just tortured Odo, and I know we don't like Odo, but.
1: Yeah. Well, Odo tortured people too. Okay, you know. What? He no, he didn't. We
0: we're explicitly Odo told that Odo <laughs> did torture people. Like he this isn't subtext. is text. He threw them people to with torture. torture.
1: If you saw the chief security when you were in a labor camp, that would be torture to you. Anyway. Yeah. I, I've already expressed that Ducat and Garrick to me I respect them more than Odo. Okay, that's just how it's going to be. That's just how <laughs> it's, it's going to be. I'm not going to
0: okay with torture. I mean lie about but, how
1: bad they were as people. But, and, and Garak actively, um,
2: actively redeemed, re- redeemed himself re- redeemed himself at the end, well, he like he helped his... the Resistance, yeah. he he helped the Federation defeat the Dominion, like although what did he do, well, he fucked the female <laughs> founder. <fine. laughs> he
1: fucked for five hours.
2: <laughs> five days. And
0: then, and then, he, he, and then, then again, he, then he, them. he, kill, he killed Bradley. them which. He kills he kills the female <laughs> changing, which is one of the reasons that they surrender instead of murdering all the Cardassians. That was nice. But like, he does stop. He the didn't Jennifer have the to
1: never back. come back, okay?
0: No, That's he didn't it. have to never come back. That's
1: fine. He was I so mean, sure of it. I'm sorry, but
2: I will say that I would I wouldn't have minded if they, if they had let the changelings die. And I know <laughs> it's wrong, but I, I just don't really like the changelings.
1: Like momentum, so it, it was kind so... of like um Morian. It felt like they were just gonna maybe just turn him completely fascist and then start again. But you know what? That didn't happen. That's not canon. So we can rest easy.
2: Oh yeah, but I don't trust I don't drop him like considering how how fast the uh, the female founder just made him fascist again <laughs> just by fucking him. If you go into uh, into I a, mean, I guess I must be a good orgy, that's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> to say. Yes. Like, like the Great Link is like a giant change link orgy. We know that.
1: Imagine how that uh, that is going to go. <laughs> he has so many options now. He'll be <laughs> fucking for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> Clue Card. Is this week? Next week? This is next week. So anyway. Um.
0: Yeah, There's this week's one. Okay. It's a new- Okay, uh, plug in. If you want to plug anything, you know, while I contemplate deaths.
2: Well, uh, my Twitter account is at uh, Jim the Spaceman. It's mostly like Star Trek and space, aerospace industry stuff, but, you know. <laughs> um,
0: nice. Great. And if you'd like to find us, you can find us at Quit Star Trek Pod or email us at Trek at gmail.com. Send us shit. Come on. Tell us you want to come on the podcast and, Bully Olivia for me?
1: Try and defend Odo to me, and I'll bully you.
0: oh <laughs> you to Olivia been... that war crimes are bad, even when gay
1: <laughs> This is not <laughs> my view! Oh my god, I'm actually going to... Well, I'm editing that out. <laughs> no, I'm editing that out. Because oh, I hate that. Also,
2: <laughs> if you ever do uh, a Shuttlepot 1 episode, please consider me, because I want just to talk about how fruity that episode is. We did Shuttlepot 1, but it's then we lost tragedy.
0: the audio. So we have promised, we might do Shuttlepot 1 as a joint, if you'd like. We could do it with both you and Duncan, because...
1: We have to (laughs) redeem Duncan's episode. Anyway. um...
0: So yeah, um, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure, at least for me. Yeah, same. I feel like Olivia's just seething with anti fascist anger, but go this, on. That's, that's a natural state catar-
1: of I actually feel like now I have to watch DS9 to just really have some closure. Yeah. This has just opened
0: a wound for me. I might just watch Voyager because it's just fine. Anyway. or go back to my essay, who knows? Anyway, um, until next time, folks, don't collaborate with the Cardassians. Or the
1: Even if they're
0: cute, Or the
2: dominion. Even if they're cute, <laughs> I'm gay. We
0: <laughs> Yeah. And um, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.